Alright, here we go. Good evening, Melroseans. This is Let's Talk Melrose. Melrose, a show where Melroseans talk to Melroseans about our great city, Melrose. Welcome. I'm Tom Shampoo. I'm Sam Hammer. And I'm Jen LeClaire. We are a Tom Catalini list tonight. Yes. Well, well done. You like, you, you, we, you launched it, us. We didn't even right? talk about who's going to exactly. take over the Tom Cat spot. You just jumped right in. 136 well, episodes in, and we know what well, we're doing finally. Well done. <laughs> I, I think I would have had to have read that, though. Yeah, you know, I, still, I would not have known what to do. I, Tom Catalini is a great teacher. Let's he just is. put it out there. He's a good, he good instructor. I would He's, say, though, you were much smoother. It was, oh, wow. it was very smooth. It was like right. Dahlia, right? Is that her name at night? Whatever. What's her name? Wait, the, who at night? The, what? The talk show radio. What's her name? I have no idea what you're talking about. So. <laughs> the the people know. downstairs will know. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, lady, okay. the lady who's on the radio at night, she's like, tell me what song you would like me to play for you now. Is, is this like bedtime magic or something? Yeah. <laughs> Remember bedtime magic? Uh, we're off track. We're totally. I don't remember. I do not remember bedtime magic. well, and then wait. There are people out there. There are people who know David Allen Boucher from Bedtime Magic here in Boston. Come on. Okay. Yes. 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 So we, we, we very quickly went off the rails. Yeah. And speaking of off the rails, I'm going to get us back on the rails. Unlike the NBTA. Oh, um, there we go. Wonderful cool. done. Um, any uh, any user experiences out there? Um, I so can share are. a story. I actually ha had a meeting with somebody who lives in the other end of Orange Line. She's on the uh, Forest Hills end and uh, a colleague of mine at work. And she was on a meeting with me today. And she said she rode the commuter rail in and she was surprised at how easy and how quickly everything happened. She okay. was able to get into the office. The office is downtown. Um, State Street. And so uh, she was able to get into the office today pretty quickly. So that's one end of the orange line. Yep. I can't speak to the this side, or, the Oak Road side. In the south. I did go in last oh, Thursday. She was coming from down there? She came in from oh, the okay. south. Right? She came gotcha. But I did go into the office last Thursday, but the orange line was still running. It was very busy, very that's packed. Okay. So I think people were like squeezing in the last days before the whole thing shut down. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what to think now. I mean, you know, I'm trying to watch the news to see if there's a sense of how it's going, but you can't yeah. tell. Yeah, so I, there is, uh, sorry, Sam, go ahead. No, I was just going to fill the air. I, I've been following people who have been posting their stories about um, getting on the shuttle bus and getting packed in with people as they head into town. Mm -hmm. um, the traffic, um, I guess, is not great all day. Um yeah, but the auto traffic, car traffic. Right. Yeah. So that's so that's my experience. I had to drive in because uh, the busing and stuff just wasn't going to work for where I had to go. So um, plus I'm lazy, <laughs> but uh, so yeah. So so I drove and yeah, it's definitely you definitely feel how that it, that it's busier. But um, but otherwise, but otherwise it was fine. Um, yeah, my my daughter has an internship in, at at North Station. She went in on the commuter rail this morning from Melrose, and it was a breeze. So she was able to get on and get in, and it was. 
pretty straightforward. But the but that's easy. It's one train and one a couple of stops. Yeah. If you're on that bus to green line to bus thing, yeah, it's, it's a lot a different. Lot. It's a lot. It's a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a lot. So there's a FAQ. Maybe we can put this link in. There's an FAQ on the city's website that um, I think is probably a good place to start because it 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 seems that it's a, a you know a bit geared towards kind of where we're coming from. So for yeah. Melroseans, um, it's it's got some some information about kind of coming from our area. So that's there, but also uh, to add, to, I guess to add to our commuting woes, um, I just saw the announcement that uh, Lynn Fells will be uh, detoured for a little mm -hmm. while again. Finishing up the, was it the bridge, bridge project. The bridge stuff, yeah. Um, yeah, so starting tomorrow. Starting Oof. tomorrow for three days, August 23rd through 26th. That's also on the city website. There's a link there. Yep. Is that three days show. straight or is it certain times again? Oh, eight to three. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are they doing to the bridge? So this is the bridge at the uh, Linfield near, near the high school, near, yeah. near all that area. It, right. sounded, it sounded like they have to finish up like the, some of the last the oh, roadway, okay. roadway right. fixes and improvements or whatever. Maybe it's painting, I don't even know, but um, oh. yeah, so some, some of that. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, anything else there? Cause I have a shout out to make if we're done with that. No, stuff. I never mm -hmm. leave the street. So go on. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't left the street in a couple of so weeks. I, so I just went to, um, earlier this evening, I just went to, uh, I want to give a shout out to, um, Demi Dubois, Melroseian extraordinaire. I just went to yeah. a going away party for her. She, um, she's, uh sold her house and is leaving leaving the zip you're kidding um, yeah yeah big news no um so demi for all those that know her uh is uh she was with the melrose arts for a long time and she helped to to spearhead and launch and really grow um the melrose open studios tour and then the summer arts markets and she's also the driving force behind keep melrose beautiful um for for as long as i've lived here she has been um the the force behind um those two initiatives and 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 many other things but that's primarily how, how people know her she is the sweetest nicest most like effective dedicated melrose and she's just amazing big, so it's a big loss that is a big yeah. loss yeah it is too big. how far yeah. is she, she going she... can you tell us where she is going uh, I, I'm not sure that I know, actually. I saw Demi at the farmer's market of all places. Yeah. But, and we have Kim O'Brien coming on soon. I saw Demi at the farmer's market. She told me where and naturally I forgot I right think away. So I Hampshire. forget where. I think she's I think New Hampshire. But I'm not sure. Maybe we're not supposed to tell. Maybe, maybe, she, wants, maybe she wants to. Points are not supposed yeah, exactly. Um, not not so, Melrose. That's all we need right. to know. Um, so so thank you Demi to all the work that she's done. She is one of my favorite Melroseans, and we're all going to miss her very much. If there's anyone else that should be giving keys to the city, it's yeah. that lady Agreed. right there. Agreed. She, oh, we should do that. Is there yeah. time? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. She's definitely a person who gave back to the community, and also people recognized how much she did for the community. So great. And we, we did uh, benefit because of her involvement in all these different things it was really really great yeah. thank you demi yeah. Ah, yeah all right shall we That's move on to the news sure. to talk can, about? can we do we have the sound effects i have this uh. <laughs> okay then <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh, that was pretty good oh, that's hot 
That's yeah. Oh, yeah. so mm -hmm. hot. So hot. It's on fire. Good one, Jen. I'll take that <laughs> softball. Um, so yeah, fires are breaking out at the at break cars and also um, over in Lynn as well. I guess the National Guard has to send helicopters to help extinguish. Tom, what do you know? I don't know a lot. Um, we did go over there. I, I don't, I mean, you know, I've seen the news helicopters overhead uh, quite yeah. a bit. Um, Linda and I went over that way. We had to go to Target over there. And you can smell the smoke. This is a couple of days ago, probably yeah. Friday. You can smell the smoke inside of Target because it's wow. right on the edge of the property, right on the edge of the Breakheart property. Um, and so it really was pretty dense. Coming up over one of the hills, you could just see the smoke pouring up. And it was several different places within the property. It wasn't one spot. There were three or four major locations uh, you know, with distance between them. So um, I don't know how they got water up there. I saw helicopters were potentially bringing water, but um, so it's, it's been it's been one of those years. It's 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 incredible yeah, drop. Yeah, 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 super super hot, super dry. I hope that uh, you know I, I hope that they contain the fire, but I also hope that they will bring in additional National Guard if it gets anywhere close to that target. Because God save the target. Hose it down. I will be there with one oh of the garden God. hoses. Yeah, exactly. Early spring, whatever. One of, garden hose, one of the garden hoses. It's on sale this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. But it you is. It, it's. It's. I mean, we don't have these kinds of wildfires uh, very often here. That that, that big. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty good is. size. Really yeah, that's weird. Um, so tomorrow night is a big night in Melrose. Mm -hmm. um, I guess there may be two things happening. One is it is Wiffle Ball Wednesday again. Uh, with the school committee from five to seven, just show up, uh, grab a bat, hit some balls, swing away, swing away. <laughs> that uh, sounds pretty fun. Did anyone go to the last one? It sounds it sounds pretty fun. Uh, I think they canceled last week because the rain. The week oh. before didn't make it. And I'm I'm we have to confirm if they're on the cabbage patch because I think the marching band might be moving around there. So they okay. may they may be moving around. But anyway, show up, you'll see them. But okay. also, oh my gosh. It is welcome to kindergarten oh. to the entire Melrose Public School kindergarten class. Is that All when right. they take the picture of them, class of whatever? Okay, yep. so what are we on now, class of what? 12 years from now, I guess. Oh my gosh, I start to look that up. Uh, so fifth grade is 2030. 35? 35, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's We're going to be so young still. Um, <laughs> but I'm super excited. So I'm going to be yeah. down there tomorrow with some cool. lions and lion swag. Um, nice. So yeah. And then nice. um, also on the move is the library, which did relocate to the first floor of the yeah. baby. When are they opening or have they opened there yet? I don't know. I don't know how long it was going to take them to, to move over, but that's, that's where they're, that's where they're going to be uh so um, it, it wasn't it wasn't clear in the announcement that i saw so okay I about the opening september uh, right yeah uh, i think yeah it, yeah it's going to take them a couple it's going to take yes yeah, it's, it's it was roughly yeah, four weeks or so i think it's i yeah. think it's i saw um i saw i saw uh, a library worker and it was around the 19th or 20th but okay. but don't quote me on that yeah but somewhere in that in that range it, it was about four weeks and someone put up the, the thing the thing about what you hear may, may or may not be facts. <laughs> may or may not be facts on this show. <laughs> so there, there we go. Is. 
Yeah. So yes, don't run to the library or run to the library. We can't decide. No, it's not um, open for sure. I'm just not yeah. sure the exact date that it reopens, but it is closed. So there's no word to bring. Right, 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 right. Okay. They'll, be, they'll, be, they'll be there in September. Agreed. Um, so you know what else is happening in September? There's uh, an event that I'm really proud of and I want to spread the word a little bit. Um, fun fact for you guys. Did uh-huh. you know that you don't always need to be um, a registered nonprofit to receive uh, creative arts funding for creative projects in Melrose. I did not know that. But yeah. So that means that I can apply and just sort yeah. of gather up some cash from Yeah, this? for some of the sources. So for not all, for some for some, for some, some funding sources. But there are others uh, that are open to um, individuals who are partnering with other organizations or, hmm. or who um, can prove that they can execute on a, on a creative idea. So, um, they, so there is a newly forming volunteer group called the Creative Arts Alliance, and we're more on that soon. Uh, we are partnering with um, uh, the Melrose Cultural Council and the Messina Fund for the Arts. And this is this will be the second year that we're running um, an event called Pitch Perfect. And in, it invites um, creative professionals or creative people in the community to come. This year it's at MMTV, our friends at MMTV, to come and learn about the funding sources that are available for creative projects in Melrose. So the Cultural Council, the Messina Fund, there'll be reps from um, the Rotary, Melrose Rotary Club and the Melrose Cooperative Bank Foundation um, to all talk about kind of what the granting requirements are, what the calendar and the deadlines are, ask questions, network with other creative people, Mm -hmm. um, learn about what makes for a good proposal, learn about the deadlines, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. So it was really fun last last time. I went to go to the last time where I did learn that you do not have to be a registered nonprofit. Nice. Um, And uh, so I highly recommend it. Um, Our our guest coming up would definitely be interested in coming to this. Um, Sounds like it. What, yeah, what about funding? What, what about funding for um, live streaming uh, local TV shows? Oh, I don't know. Just we have, we don't we we have such a big budget that uh, <laughs> I think we need to. We need we have mugs. We have wardrobe. Exactly. Right, we have costumes. costumes. Yeah, we have interns. We have, <laughs> <laughs> we, we have interns too. We have we have everything we need. So hosted by our dear friends at MMTV, and they'll also be able to talk a little bit about um, the resources that they bring to the table too. They have been a, a, an amazing, amazing partner for our arts organizations. And tell us again the date. It was September tenth. September tenth at nine a.m. Yeah, grab some coffee. Grab some coffee next door and come and join us. It's from nine nine a.m. to ten thirty, so it's not long. It's informal. Um, just come and learn and, and meet other creative people. It'd right. be great. Yeah. So also, so if you're a crit, if you're a singer, I right. just read that the Polymnia is looking for new members. So there's the link all jumbled up. Let me send that again. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, that is they're, NFA. They're a cool organization. They're, it's yeah. a great chorus. It's a really great chorus. They've done some great. Um, Great concerts in in recent years. They did a whole um, Beatles themed concert. They did a whole Elvis themed concert. They were going to do uh, Elton John. Um, <laughs> excuse me, during the pandemic, and uh, or not, they were planning on it in the pandemic sort of derailed that. But so hopefully that will come back again soon. But there, that's it's a great great group. And then if you're not a singer, but if you're in a band, there's also opportunities because Porch Fest is coming up on the 23rd, I think, of September. Is that right? That date. But Porch Fest is coming up, and registration is open for um, performers. So please check out porchfest.org. We can put that link in there as well. Sam, do you have that in there? I do. I'm about to hit enter, to but I want to also mention there's like so much music going on. I know. Lots of music. Yeah. yeah. Lots of music. 
So yeah. uh, open mic nights at the Knights of Columbus on Thursday nights. Uh, yep. Thanks to Mark Hall Ups and our friends. Upstairs, second floor. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then at the Rising Eagle had live music uh, Mondays. So um, it's we're getting there. We're getting cool. Yeah. Yeah, rising, yeah. The live music at Rising Eagle was news to me. And I, you know, I heard about it. I, of course, like same day or maybe even this morning. So it was a little late, but, <laughs> um, but now that I know I'll be, I'll be looking for it because I feel like everyone is like, oh my God. Yes. Like more, wow, more, of this, more, more of this, please. Please. Yeah. more of this, more, 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 more. I have a question just about why they're open on Monday night, but closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, Rising Eagle. It was kind of strange. I was thrown off. I went to go last Wednesday night to get dinner and they're closed. So well, anyway. they have to rest from all the fun that they have on Monday. Mo there you, you go. There's the answer. Perfect <laughs> answer. All right. Um, and what else? And so after the music ends, we have uh, one more item we want to mention yeah. also. Yeah. Do you guys, did you guys remember the, the follow your art uh, community studios chalk walk that they did last year? It was really, really fun. It was really cool. If, so if I said really yes, fun. would you believe me? No. Uh, so they had, they had um, chalk uh, squares lined out kind of like in Mary Poppins uh, along El Pond and people could sign up for a square. You, it's a fundraiser for them. So you, you'd sign up nice. for a square and you get to do, you get to do a square, but also um, they had hired uh, local artists to do larger pieces in front of the, the big squares in front of um, city hall walkway. So they're, uh, they're expanding this program this year. It's again, a fundraiser for follow your art community studios, which we love. Um, so you can sign up to be a sponsor or you can sign up to participate. So um, check that out because they're looking for I think sponsorships now, but then the event is is in October. So, okay. Yeah. Well, so I just quickly want to point out too that like all of our I'm just noticing tonight that like all of our announcements in the news this particular week maybe it's just a good good timing have all been arts related. So I'm just really really excited that things are happening again. People are are able to program things and. Uh, kind of get the word out. Um, you're going to be hearing more soon about the um, Creative Arts Alliance, but it's basically just a teaser. It's basically um, a group of volunteers from all disciplines who have come together um, to try to sort of help our arts sector kind of holistically um, with things like getting the word out and growing audiences and seeking funding and creating networking opportunities like the Pitch Perfect event and um, finding more equitable access to um, spaces for pre for presenting work like all of the the issues and challenges and opportunities that are common to all of our arts organizations individually so that we can help them um, kind of collectively do their good work so they can concentrate on doing all this good work that we just saw all these concerts and programs and arts festivals um, and we can help them kind of more efficiently uh, navigate and red tape or get the word out or um, grow the audiences and stuff. So I'm really excited about that work and you're going to be hearing about that soon. Yeah. Well, one of the things I love about that is that it provides the ability for people to come together and collaborate on projects together to exponentially expand their impact and audience. And yeah. I'm introducing our guests now because nobody does that better in Melrose than our friend Kim O'Brien, who's coming on from the Melrose Farmers Market. So Yay. welcome, yeah. Kim. Hey, Hi. Hi, Kim. So very, I, very sweet, Sam. Oh, girl, <laughs> I do introduce you as the best yes woman in town. Um, yes. You have been I, just a delight to get to know. We're so lucky to have you um, at the Farmers Market every week and, and all the things. So um, thank you. Th thank you. Um, so. She's an amazing collaborator. I think I've said a few times, well, 
two projects we worked on together was the Pride event with Melrose Together mm -hmm. and Epic and the Human Rights Commission. And so uh, we thought we wanted we wanted to have a Pride event and Kim said yes. So we did it at the farmer's market and we talked about it quite a bit on the show. But um, from it your perspective, how did that, yeah, talk, how, from, from the farmer's market perspective, like how does that, how, how do events like that where you're partnering with somebody to um, uh, ex those types of things impact the market? Well, you already know this because I ran up to you at the end of the day and said, oh my God, I just keep crying. Like we were just getting overwhelmed emotionally that day because there were not just a diverse crowd of shoppers. There was an extremely diverse crowd of children. And, you know, I'm a month away from 54. I didn't grow up in this crazy social media bubble that these kids grow up in now. But I can't even imagine if I didn't fit the cookie cutter mold of what you should be like at a certain age. And then having to try to live in a bubble where you're under a camera all the time. So doing the Pride Fest not only brought more diverse families to the market, it brought a lot more diversity in the children that come to the market. And that really is what touched me that day and seeing children come there and just being whoever they were in yeah. a public setting where you don't normally see kids running around in a park that are just free to be themselves. I felt very honored that we were chosen to be the entity that held the first Pride Festival at a park in Melrose like that. It was great. And the kids, the kids were so great. The kids were so great. We even had vendors come over and comment um, that it had a personal impact on them that day. And that's something, I mean, you can't, you can't create that. You either have to be a vessel for it to happen and let it be what it is or it's going to look forced. And I just felt like we were the vessel that day. Yeah. And Sam, you kind of ignited it when you reached out to me, but we were the vessel and all of the parts came together. And I thought it was one of the best days we've had at the market all summer. Well, one thing, so that we did also, uh, thanks again for, we, ran, we had an Ogre Olympics there to promote mm -hmm. productions and Shrek. And you said yes so quickly. It was the best. I always say yes. Yes, <laughs> let's figure it out. Person. Yes, oh my God, if, yes. If the end goal is good, I will find a way to get there. If, well, it's, if it's not for the greater good, I won't find a way to get there. But yeah. if it's for the greater good, I will draw I will draw a map. It might not look pretty or it might not look what people want it to look like, but I'll draw the map. We'll get there. Well, I think what you've been able to do, and the farmer's market has always been this, but I think mm -hmm. you've definitely taken it to a, a new phase where it's a, it's a platform where people are getting together to do something awesome already. Um, and you've just created this, this, this energy for people, for organizations and other collaborators to just plug in and just make it so, so wildly amazing. So I'm so wow. grateful for you. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me because I really feel like 
you just you just froze. So while, while we're waiting, while we're waiting for Kim to come back, I just want to jump jump on and and, Farmers and agree that it's it's become it, it's not it's Am it's I no longer just, you're fro no you're good now. It's Welcome no back. longer it's no longer just exclusively the farmers market. It's a happening. It's a community building uh, event that happens week after week. It's a it's really a creative and cultural asset for our community. Um, it's it's become it's become really extraordinary. Yeah, agreed. And I just I feel I feel very blessed that I have the opportunity as we're coming out of COVID to make it a communal meeting spot mm -hmm. because we're not a shopping mall for vegetables. That's right. not what farmers markets are. They're right. not a place where you go because you need zucchini and fresh eggs. And right. I feel like we've been able to coming out of COVID little by little navigate whatever the holdups were and then create it into or kind of turn it into more of a place where people could reconnect. Mm -hmm and reestablish what they wanted it to look like. <clears throat> so I'm gonna throw a shameless plug in here. September 10th, we are finally, for the first time in three years, able to have our farm to table tasting. It's not late, so if you're not a late night person or if you have something else to do, oh, you put the link in, thank you. <laughs> I had it ready to roll. It's from five to 8 p.m. <clears throat> on September 10th, so, my perfect weekend would be everybody goes to the pitch, pitch, pitch perfect in the morning. Event in the morning, you come to us from five to eight, you get up the next morning, you hit Main Street for your coffee and you enjoy the Victorian fair and you have a nice full rounded Melrosian weekend and you never have to leave town. Right. Yeah, and you right. will do everything from arts to communing with your neighbors Saturday night and the event has always sold out in the past. We would love to see it sell out really quickly. It's $65. It involves a tasting. The farmers donate the vegetables. We have local chefs who are cooking and preparing desserts. There is a cash bar. And it would just be an awesome opportunity for us to replenish our funding. I think people don't yeah. realize that we're on a very tight budget. And we're being really, really tested lately in terms of the need for snap matches, which is something that we do at the market. People who are on the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program can come to us every week. We charge their SNAP benefits, which people incorrectly now call food stamps, but it is a Supplemental Nutrition Program for people who have need and food insecurity issues. $10 of their money, we matched it with $10 of our money. Two weeks ago, we did over $900 in snap matches. Wow. And we do not have the budget for that. So I put out a plea last week in our newsletter. I'm going to put it out again when I send tonight's newsletter out for people. If you love the market, if it's the place that you come with your kids week after week, and you're the people who are the lifeblood of the market, you're the energy behind it. Even if you can do a 10 or $20 donation to get everyone else you know to do the same, we would be able to meet everyone's everyone's needs for SNAP. But right now, we're poised to run out of money this year. Oh my gosh. Not okay. have 
and not have SNAP funds available till the end of October. We don't want to do it. And we don't want to cut the match down to $5, which we did during the height of COVID. So anybody who's, who's a person who loves the market or loves what it brings to the town, just consider adding us to your place of worthy donations and donate something or come to our event or do both. Yeah. What, what time is it again, real quick? It is from 5 to 8 p.m. It's at Mount Hood. Okay. And it will just be a great place. We're, we're in the range of, we had 150 was the ticket limit in the past. Somehow this year they said that we can have 175. I don't know that we're going to be able to have that many, but we'll be somewhere in the 150 to 175 range. And it's going to be, Joy's coming. Yay, Joy. We were counting on you to come. Um, it's going to be a great place to have time with your neighbors, tasting some fresh produce, supporting Massachusetts farmers, supporting local business, and supporting us in our ability to provide what we provide for the for the community, which is more than just, you know, we provide a showcase for the arts every week. We have live music from 3.30 to 5.30. We showcase the arts that way. We have had different activities with arts and different projects brought in for children. All of that is a communal hub that really, really needs support. So I'm just going to keep saying it. Please, 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 anyone who can, please support us. I just, bought, I just bought two tickets. We can this year. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get tickets for sure. Right. And as you pointed out earlier, Kim, um, it's not a shopping mall for vegetables. It's not a place to go get vegetables. It's a place to be part of a community that 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 means a lot to you. So I really do value that you're pushing um, the experience to be a lot more than it has been in the past, and that you're allowing people to come and spend time there and elsewhere. Um, to really connect as a community more than just picking up vegetables and, and, and some groceries. Yeah. And I routinely, when I, I'm, I'm there almost the entire market every week. If I'm not, it's because usually I ran out to grab something that I need to bring back to the market. But I'm usually there from 11 when we start set up until somewhere in the 630 range when I have finally packed up and broken down everything and locked up and headed home. And I can't tell you the number of times that in front of my market table or just walking through, I've seen people reconnect that haven't seen each other over the last couple of years. Yeah. And everybody from children to dog friends to human friends. And, you know, it provides that meeting place. The other thing that I don't think a lot of people realize is that most produce that you purchase Obviously, we all purchase wherever we need to purchase, wherever we need to, you know, whatever fits our life at the moment. But most produce that you purchase has traveled 1,500 miles to get to you. Right. And one thing that really stuck out to me is we all know that nutrients deplete after things are picked and the longer certain vegetables sit or the temperature changes the composition of their nutrition. Last year we had a chilly day and I was grabbing some things out of the shed and Aiden Glennon from Moonlight Farms, um, actually it's Aiden David from Moonlight Farms said something to me along the lines of, yeah, it's gonna be one of those chilly days, huh? And I said, I didn't realize it was this cold. And he said, I left my house last night at 10.30 
to go grab some lettuce and I was picking some of the lettuce and I came back in your hoodie. And he was saying it as a matter of fact. And I was thinking to myself, you're selling lettuce that you're setting up at 11 a.m. that you picked at 1030 last night. Yeah. And that's really something tremendous for our community. And to be able to even interact with the farmers and learn right. what their growing process was, what their ethics and what their values are about their farm is something that I think can't be underestimated in terms of the impact that has. Yeah, I, I totally agree. That's um, a great point. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of local impact, um, you've made quite an impact um, in Melrose, but you've only been here since 2019. Is that correct? I have. So where were you before? You're a, such a fascinating, we were on a phone call once and all of a sudden you started pulling out some legal information that I thought this lady doesn't just know farm food. She does something else. What's going on there? What do you, what do, you do? Um, so I went to college up here and then I went to left and went to law school at Villanova because BU waitlisted me for law school mm. until after I already gave my tuition money to Villanova for law school <laughs> and I had already moved and I wanted to stay in this region. So I went to law school at Villanova and then I practiced employment law and litigation for almost 28 years. And then Jeez. it was, um, wow. yeah, and I always wanted to come back. And I was in the Atlantic City, Ocean City, New Jersey area at the shore for all those years. And I had had some discussions when Encore was opening because it was opening with some, the casino world was kind of small. And I had talked to some people about possibly moving up here and it just kind of everything came together. And then I decided to do it. And then I was here for seven months and COVID started. Oh, oh my God. So you moved right to Melrose when you came back? I did because I have <clears throat> anyone who knows me, I am always with my chocolate labs and I wanted a place that was safe to walk my dogs at any hours of the night. That was a walkable town. It was a dog friendly town that had, I was looking for a certain kind of um, open-mindedness, inclusiveness, like things that were important to me in my value system I looked for in various communities. And I knew a little bit about Melrose. So I thought it was the perfect match. Wow. And I did not know that I was moving within walking distance yeah. of the farmer's market. And I moved here. The farmer's market started two weeks later and I started to walk the dogs down the street. And I thought, oh, this is great. They have this great farmer's market. And I had gone just out of my own personal interest. I had gone and gotten a degree in nutrition coaching and things like that. So I thought, well, this is great. I'm going to walk around. And I stumbled upon the volunteer table and here I am. Oh, oh my God. Right. Here I am. What a great story. Wow. Great story. And, and thank you, you for doing that. <laughs> yes, yes. And you did. You landed in a great spot because um, now that we're Facebook friends, your views are phenomenal at night over the over El Pond. So there um, I love my Oh, family. you live right over there. Oh, cool. And it's interesting because I um I came here and I did and I just found a found a house and it was for rent and i said i didn't want an apartment i because i was coming from a house and i'd been in the house for a really long time and had a lot of stuff and i asked them could you do a longer term rental 
believing that I would, by the end of the second year of the rental, start figuring out where I was going to live. And like I said, and then the world went crazy, but here I am and I love, and I love it. And eventually I'm going to stumble on the right place to stay in Melrose. <laughs> Well, we're I lucky to have. We're lucky to, yeah. Just as long as you, as, yeah. Just as long as you stay in Melrose. Yes, please. Yeah. please. That's yeah. that's why I haven't. That's why I haven't bought yet because I just keep waiting for everything to kind of settle. Yeah. And people have said, "Well, you could go further outside Melrose." I said, "I can't do that. I love Melrose. I'm staying yeah. here. I just have to figure out where I'm going to stay." Okay, good. We're on it. All the yes. all the top fans, all the your the whole TV audience now. Is, is, <laughs> All right, so I got my tickets to Farm's Table. Oh, nice. Fantastic. We look forward to seeing you. We have how lots many did, of fun things planned. How many did you get to? Uh-oh. Why? Where? How's Dave going to go? Because <laughs> you, you already said you got your tickets. Otherwise, I would never have done that. <laughs> right. Well, I can't wait. And by the way, let me throw in a shameless plug for last night at Turner's. I'm not at Turner's, at um, Rising Eagle. Last oh, night. yeah. Did you go? Yeah. Yes. And I dragged Stephanie Nelson from the chamber with me. And I said, they're starting music on Mondays and we've been trying to get together at night. And I said, we're going Monday. And she said, yeah. on the calendar, done. Yeah. Yes, you don't have to drag her. She's another yes person. She's also another amazing Melrose. She is, yes but person. she does have children obligations yeah, yeah. that we needed to work our timing around. All I will say is, I'm going to say this very carefully. The name of the music band of the band of musicians that played last night is called Hornography. <laughs> and Hornography was, and I have to say it slowly, was right. fantastic. And there were Great some name. Melrose musicians and some Somerville nice. and Malden musicians. It was all horns, saxophone. There had to be uh, eight musicians in the right band. Around. That's an awesome name. That's yeah. Great. yeah. Eight, eight to ten musicians in the band, and they were incredible. We okay, couldn't believe how good they were. Well, you've been here long enough, uh, Kim, to know that uh, Melrose is a very musical town. It really is yeah, a very really musically is. inclined. Yeah. Porch Fest is phenomenal. There's always bands that are able to play. There's live music mm -hmm. we mentioned earlier, different venues. So I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear Monday nights. Um, Live music over at Rising Eagle. That'd be I fun. We we stayed until through their last song last night. They was it was it well attended? Was it well Was it well attended? It was packed. Wow. Oh, good. How did good. how do you, how did they publicize it? How do you think they how how did people hear about it? I'm curious. It's interesting because I don't know. The only way that I knew was that when Jen Turner did the Chamber of Commerce table at the farmers market, I stopped by and I said we love rising eagle and i feel like it doesn't get enough attention and we love it we go in the winter we walk over there etc she told me that they were starting music mondays so yeah. i looked up were oh. they doing it and did it start yet yeah. and it did and then okay. i grabbed yeah. my yes girl stuff <laughs> jen i learned um from being on the show okay great so, um, great you, you yeah. must have missed that episode, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, last week. <laughs> we were surprised how crowded it was last night. That's great. Okay, I'm glad. I'm just glad. I'm we'll glad. we'll pencil it in for next time. Yes, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, next thank you so much for coming. I, as I texted you from bed at like 7 a.m. asking <laughs> if you could come on. And, of course, thank you for saying yes. So Always. that's that's what you do. 
So, and whatever Thank we can you for do having for me. And I'm yeah. glad to talk about what we're doing at the market. And anyone who hasn't been down there and doesn't think there's something for you, come check it out because we've got such a variety that it is not just, it's not just fruits and vegetables. There's some great artisans. We have great musicians. Mm -hmm. There's really a lot of things. We have some new people that have joined the market as the summer has gone on. We've been getting more and more inquiries. We're about to add in a, a homemade marinara sauce. that's I don't know, six generations old wow. and had a wow. really successful run in Boston and asked if they could join us. So yeah, we've that's had, awesome. we're just adding more and more as it goes on. So it's so great. It's so, it's so wonderful. Oh, 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 wait, I almost forgot something important. The library. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Thursday and next Thursday is doing a pop-up at the That's Farmer's right. Market. So I the did, I did library hear that. Access while the library is closed. Yeah, Thank perfect. You. I did oh, wow. about that. Great. Again, great yeah. like service, like seeing the need, partnering with our existing yeah. organizations and, and important assets that we have. Like it's yeah. it's they're gonna brilliant. do story time and a library pop-up. Right. That's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's... the cultural council should only give grants for people who work with other people. Like you have to come together with another group and do something together. Mm -hmm. No more doing things by yourselves. I'm over it. Yeah. Oh, she said yes. Okay, I heard that. There that you go. See, yes. <laughs> the people of yes. I don't get to decide by myself, but yeah. Well, I will say so. So there, there isn't a rule there, but I, I will say, think things like that are certainly um, looked at favorably. Let's Excellent. just say, yeah. Right. yeah. Well, Let's get some more grants going, Kim. Yeah, right. Yeah, and more yeses. yeah so uh, figure out how help me spread the word, everybody, mm -hmm. um, to get people there in the, in the morning. Yeah, All right. thank you. Awesome. Okay. Well, we, thanks uh, for we coming. Have, yep. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know, we, you, dance, we know we dance it off at the end, we right? We don't have music. I don't have the music. <laughs> oh, so no. Not, yeah. We'll, we'll play the Tom beginning Kennedy. again, and then we'll, we'll continue to dance, okay. and then we'll turn the show off. That's okay, what we so, did last time. All right. So, do you want to play the intro again? Yeah, sure. Happy to do it. Okay. All right. Okay, stay on. You have to dance. All right. See you around town, everybody. <laughs> Happy birthday, Joe. Yeah.